Today on Parent Time, we talk family folk as we chat to Angie Hu, creator of Little Folk, on Benny Asking People Questions. If you're one for quiet reflection and submerging yourself in thought, but more importantly, looking for the same experience for your children, chances are you have already meandered across the path of my next guest. Her debut album, Little Folk, is a collection of honest, thoughtful songs celebrating the love a mother has for her child while still celebrating what it means to be a child. All done with a finesse and intuition far beyond the years she has been writing for the market. I am referring, of course to Angie Hu and she joins me here today. Hi Angie, thanks for taking the time. Hi Benny, that's quite an introduction, thank you. That's right, it's a pleasure. (laughs) To just start off, there's a musical genre that isn't really as prevalent here in Australia um, but it seems to be quite big or more recognised in the States, um, which is this idea of family music. Uh, It's not that we necessarily don't have it here but it does feel that somewhere like the America... um, it seems to be striven, like people actually strive for it. It's a market that actually people are trying to, to get. And I was listening to Little Folk again just yesterday, actually, and I found myself feeling kind of drawn to the idea of it kind of really being a family album, um, less specifically for children, but more basically for a family to sit down and share. When you're making this album, was this kind of something in your head or am I just miles off track or was it always just strictly for kids? Like where no, did you see yourself pitching it? You were saying all the right things. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that it all translated. Right, thanks for joining me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that is definitely something I set out to achieve. Um, I had thought about doing some mums and bobs singing classes and I had looked into um, a few courses you could do and there was one course that talked about um, music being something that the parent and the child or the care and the child could take home and do together and enjoy together and I just love the idea of that being something that um, big people and little people can bond over yeah it's just yeah being something that forms part of their childhood memories hopefully and yeah sure I have a lot of, um, I guess, musical memories of my own childhood and so, yeah, I wanted to create something that would be a, a together thing. Was there a point, because there's obviously a series of covers, I mean, you've, there's a handful of covers mm-hmm. and, there's, and there's obviously some originals. Was there a point when you had a bunch of originals and you kind of went, oh, I should, like, this is, this is becoming something that I didn't think, is this becoming a bit of a family album, so... Should I go and fill it with covers that are kind of related to it? or Actually, the opposite. I thought I would uh, record a lot of songs that my mum sung to us when we were little. Oh, nice. um, when I became a mother, I reminisced a lot about my own childhood mm. um, and I would sing the songs that my mum sung to me, to my baby. Yeah. Um, and I kind of went looking for something like that I could listen to and we could you know, sing to her sometimes when you're so dang tired because my babies do not sleep well. Um, I guess um, having words in a song or something to say was really helpful. (laughs) Like a script, you know. Knowing something, yeah. (laughs) Give me a script, somebody. I'm flailing. Um, Just ridiculous because you can't speak properly when you're tired. And I'm still tired five and a half years later, as you would understand. Sailing, sailing over the ocean. Sailing, sailing under a starry sky Sailing, sailing 
So I was going to do an album of old folk songs. Yeah. Um, and then I looked into getting grant funding and it sort of seemed that at least 50% of your album had to be original sure. to get the funding. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a journey. And then I started writing songs, yeah. which just came out of daily life being a yeah. mother. Um, and then it ended up that I had more original songs than covers and I kicked some covers out and okay, just great. came up with an album that was sentimental to me in a lot of ways. Because I, I, I hear that. There's a lot of the music that I listen and I'll come to it later because, you know, like if I jump ahead I get too confused sure. and I don't know what I've asked. <laughs> um, but... I do get the impression that a lot of it is literally just singing off the cuff <laughs> directly at your child. Really? really? In, a, in, a, <laughs> in a really uniquely amazing way that no one else can do. <laughs> but, like I did, but I heard that, which is kind of what makes the album really beautiful, I think. It makes it quite sentimental because there is, there is a real you, – you genuinely get the emotion of – a mother singing to her child. And then with the covers, I was really looking at it, and the covers you've chosen as well, um, they're still one-on-one songs. You've yeah. skipped to the loo and things like that. They're all, they're all still, you know, my Bonnie, it's all still about your singing to this person in front yeah. of you that you kind of want to have that affection to, which is then also in the originals as well. I mean, were you conscious of any of that or was it just... Oh, no, but I like what you're saying. Good, great. You can put it. <laughs> Again, they, I chose the covers because yeah. they came from my childhood. Yeah. Um, well, Lavender's Blue didn't, but that was a mm. song that hushed my baby. Yeah, right. Whenever he was upset, um, we would just sing that and he would stop crying. So yeah, that, that's why that one yeah. landed on the album. That's usually how the, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and My Bonnie was um, the first, was Clementine's song. Yeah. That was it. My Bonnie lies over the my bonnie lies over the sea My bonnie lies over the ocean Oh, bring back my bonnie to me Bring back, bring Being a mother of two, because you made this album, my understanding is the second um, second time on um, maternity, maternity leave. leave. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I thought How, I could do it on the first uh, one. Yeah. So what happened? Why the second one? What was the difference? Um, the second time's <laughs> really intense. It's like really like the first time's really all like, oh, are we doing this right? Isn't it lovely? And the second time's just, oh my, is that a fire? Is that a fire? <laughs> Should we just put what is that over there? Hold on to your horses. Yeah. Um, the first time is. Well, I had the idea for the album on the first round of maternity leave and I was like, yeah, I can get this done before I go back to work. Sure. Didn't get it done. Um, so then I was juggling work and she ca- she got silent reflux at like seven months just as I was supposed to go back to work. Mm. And so life got really hard. Mm. I was so tired and mm. crazy. She was waking up every hour. Um, so just juggling, being tired all the time in work and on the second lot of maternity leave, you know, you're like, I've mm. only got to do this one thing for... I took a year off with him yeah. um, and I was like, if I don't do it now, it's never happening because mm. when I go back to work and try and juggle two kids... Mm-mm. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> so um, it was just like a now or never, Angie. But even doing... I mean, it's still a full-time job putting together a, an album, let alone all the other stuff. I mean, how yeah. did you find the time, particularly with two? Because two increases your... your yes. Demand, if that makes sense. Or Definitely. decreases the time you have for those demands. <laughs> um, like, did you have to be quite disciplined? Did you find yourself really going, I, this, if I don't do this now, it's never going to happen? Yes. So the idea was in my head for four years from 
concept to creation. Um, so I guess over the four years I'd just been collecting ideas and bits of songs. Um, and then I read this really beautiful uh, blog. I think it was on the Hipster Mum website, uh, a lady called Kawaiian Lion, I think that may be how you pronounce it. And she'd done an interview. She had a little one and her and her husband were both creatives and they'd worked out this system where she has this time and he has that time Mm. and then they do this together. And sometimes you just have to work at night and that's just – and I don't know, something in that article really clicked for me and I was like, okay, if I want to do this, the kids go to bed, I'm in the kitchen with my mandolin and my notepad and I'm listening to these bits of songs I've recorded for the last however many years – and then I'd love to know how many children's it, albums are written like that. <laughs> you're just going back to yeah. your thing going, what was yeah. that one? What was yeah, that one? Yeah, totally. What does truck mean? Why have I labelled it truck? <laughs> oh, I'm beeping. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Just really, once I, I read that article, I was like, okay, I'm going to put it together at night in the kitchen by myself. And the songs just really clicked and came together. So many of the songs felt like you were just singing directly to the child and going, actually, you know what, that sounds okay, I'll stick that in and that will become a song. Um, There's a verse from Heart of Mine where you sing, and I love you, dear, when the sun is near and when the sky is grey, I love of mine, oh, heart of mine, I love you all the time. This is just... This is a. This is for me is one of the better examples that I just feels like you are just not, not making it up in a bad way. Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. Just go. I don't know. Just just roll, roll it. Yeah. But it feels so genuine. It feels like it comes from such a place of love to your child. I wonder how much of it when you when you sang when you actually finally got to sit down with your mandolin and go, okay, what are these songs? Did you find yourself going, oh, my God, there's actually so much of it that's already formed, you know? It was like so much of it happened. Because actually it's quite an amazing moment and brings out extraordinary things in you. Yes. That you probably can't reproduce on your own in a kitchen with a mandolin. No. So I think generally, yeah, the, the whole idea mm. is there and then it's just adding new verses mm. and, um, yeah, that song's about I love you in the good times mm. and, the, and sometimes this is hard but... I love you, kid. (laughs) (laughs) And this whole song's for you. this really beautiful story recently about this uh, couple that when their daughter was born they opened an email account for mm. her and then they just emailed her her whole life just sent her pictures and stuff of hey you did this and yeah. blah blah and then when she turned 18 they gave her the password <laughs> and she had 18 years of, of emails basically yeah. of them just writing to her about the things she'd done I hope she appreciated that yeah I would have waited to 21 <laughs> I know, 18 I would have she would have gone Ugh, I wanted a car <laughs> <laughs> what's a part? What's this? Um, 
when you were making this album, was there part of like was there an element of you that was kind of looking at it as a bit of a from listening to it? It felt like a bit of a this is a thing that you were handing over to your child. Like it was almost like, like and you mentioned before a lot of those songs are the songs that your mother used to sing to you. Yeah, and particularly with your, I mean, because you're obviously very much into the folk and the old song and the, and that sort of stuff, yeah. which is a tradition of handing down. Mm. Was there an element of this album in you when you were thinking this is I'm passing this on to her as well or him, like if a boy and girl don't you? Yes. Um, like, did you, do you know what I mean? Like, was yeah. there a part of you that was kind of going, this is a bit of a keep, keepsake that I'm, I'm giving you this thing, it's sort of being handed down from your mum as well and... Um, I probably thought of it more as a tribute to my mum, mm. yeah, in okay. a way. Yeah. Um, here's a collection of memories from my childhood, tribute, honour, you know, these are my good memories. Um, and yeah, also just that... Um, that cavity of love that opens yeah. up in your heart when you have a kid. So, yeah, sure. yeah combination like of all. reminds me of how difficult you may have been to your own parents. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, me. Has your, has your mum heard it? <laughs> yes. And? Um, she loves it. Actually, two of the songs on their um, little, cor- little chorus bits we used to sing when I was little in the kitchen and yeah, I would cool. strum on it out of tune ukulele and we would sing at the top of our voices. Yeah, great. Um, so I took those two bits and turn them into whole songs as part of the tribute I yeah, guess right. yeah, nice. um, and she was yeah I do you have siblings I have two younger sisters I was gonna say have they heard it as well yeah it kind of brings back memories for them or? um I haven't talked to my middle sister heaps about it but I know my younger sister I think she feels like she missed out a lot you know there's oh, okay. no photos of her yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah I'm the third it's the same there's no pictures of me anywhere yeah Um, talking about like you're saying, so much of it came from like literally those spontaneous moments when mm. you were sitting there with your child. Do you think the album would have worked if it was a little bit too calculated? Like, do you think the spontaneity of that was or is what gives it that feel? I guess so. Um, I mean, you can't really, you can overthink love, I guess, can't you? I guess so. Yeah. I, I couldn't overthink in those early days of parenting at all. So, yeah, it was just coming out of everyday life. Some of them were just trying to get a kid to eat his dinner at the table, you know, yeah, sure. and then a, you sing a ridiculous song. And and somehow still managed to um, write a song about that, write an album <laughs> in amongst that chaos. Um, who's Colleen Graham? That's my mum. That is your mum, is yes, it? Yes, yeah. Oh, that's pretty – that's great. So she – all right, so, so she's obviously credited because there's songs that you did with her. And, she, and so did she – these are songs she made up as well? Yeah, to so – To a certain degree? So running and jumping, um, that's when we would sit in the kitchen sing running and jumping and that's all it was and we'd just sing that over and over really as loud as we could. Yeah. Um, so I turned that into a whole song and let's take a walk, yeah. dum da dum hand in hand. Yeah, I took that and turned it into a, a song as well. Yeah, nice. Um, which is, yeah, they were her ideas so I had to give her credit. Yeah, no, any money though, or just a credit? <laughs> Not she, yet. She'd be proud of you though. She, she's proud. <laughs> Pride's enough, um, isn't it? Surely. <laughs> Look, we're still crossing fingers for a, a, 
the feature film soundtrack yeah. feature. Yeah, you sure. Know? Why not? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Why she'll not? get paid. And it's <laughs> yeah. payday, Mum. <laughs> so how does the recording process go with you in terms of, like, putting the band to the music? Because I would say just your your genre in particular I mean is, is folk something that was heavily in your upbringing or have you come to it later on where's where's it come for you um I probably came to it a bit later on mm. um I met my husband in a band we played in called the smoking muskets and yep. we were doing the alt country thing cool. um <coughs> a couple of years ago <laughs> <That's> <laughs> in probably, Sydney yeah. um and that's probably when I got into a lot more of the folk stuff. Yeah, sure. Obviously, there were the folk songs growing mm. up. My parents were all yeah. the Eagles and the Doobie Brothers and all the harmonies. And but I mean, yours, yours is very specific. It's almost like it's gone back to that, mm. so that old time kind of stuff. Where it's yeah. the storytelling and it's a real. I don't know. I've got Irish blood back there somewhere, and I just think, like, to me, there's nothing better than a banjo. Yeah, um, true, and a fight. <laughs> so is, that, is that stereotypical? I don't know if I can We're say doing that. children's music. We don't fight, Benny. <laughs> So the, yeah, so the recording process. So do you yep. do you have are these songs pretty much finished by the time you bring them to a band, or are you a little bit like I've only got two days to record them? Quick guys, get in the room. Here's the song. Let's just play them. Um, so my friend Luke Webb came over. I would sing him the songs, and if I had a, I'm not very good on any instrument, but I can work out the chords yeah, sure. to a degree. So I'd show him what I what I had, and he would pick his banjo or his guitar, and um, oh, so that's him playing banjo. Yep. Yeah, yeah, great. And guitar. Um, my husband played the drums, so we had a, we had a couple yeah, right. of I think maybe we had two rehearsals, um, and then I was super lucky with the guy who recorded it, who added a whole bunch of other instruments. Oh, okay, great. Later on, yeah, excellent. Yeah, so I think we did it in two days. Did, did you have a lot of? I mean, you obviously had a lot of faith in what he was going to do to the songs, or did he say, "Oh, I'm going to put in a." Um, he seemed to get fiddle. the vibe I was going for. Yeah, sure. he, I knew he played fiddle and I was excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to cost me any extra. <laughs> fiddle on my five songs. <laughs> it was a good package deal, let's just say. Um, yeah, no, I, I trusted him and when he sent back what he'd done, I you know, was mm. super excited. It was... Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so you, you it sounds like the process, the actual, just the pure recording of it. You were pretty happy to open the door and let other people come in. And yeah. Just kind of go this and this, because particularly when you're in a very specific genre, obviously, it kind of not not pigeonholes you, but but your accompanying instruments usually becomes pretty. You know, like you're saying, you do go for a banjo. You've got the mandolin. You put a fiddle in, the, which which yeah. I think sort of is probably. Does that make it a bit easier in a way, or do you sort of, or does yeah, it make it harder because you're trying to make them sound different every time? No, I don't know. Think I think. About it that hard? Yeah, I didn't think about it that hard. <laughs> I knew what instrumentation yeah. I wanted, like obviously yeah, the sure. folky instruments. Yeah. Um, Chris, who recorded and did everything, got that, and yeah, um, yeah no, it just happened.
the whole look, obviously the folk look and the artwork as well mm. and all that kind of stuff, did, did that come – did it all become? I mean, you knew pretty early on what how you wanted to present this, like as an intrinsically part of you, or did you have to sit down and really calculate? Okay, this is what I want. This is what I want Angie here to look like. This is what I want the sound. This I know it was already yeah. something that you want. Was you already interested in anyway? But did you leave much of it just to chance and the stars, or did you sit down and go, okay, it's got to be this and this? I'm got to. Um, I like how fastidious so, are you about your image? So Luke, um, who played the banjo and the guitar on the album, is married to a lady called Steph Chai, who is an incredible artist. And um, when Clementine turned one, I asked her if she could do her an artwork because um, I thought we want, you know, it's been a tough year. Let's <laughs> let's give her a <laughs> gift. We can be like, we gave this to you on your first birthday. And she did this beautiful, I just said, you know what I like. Yeah. Um, she did this beautiful sort of... Uh, I think you would call it Scandinavian folk, sort mm. of similar to what the album cover is. Yeah. Um, and everything she does, I just love. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give her a tiny brief and she'll be like, okay, and she'll come yeah. back and do you like this? No, I don't like it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'd said to her, can you do me an album cover similar to the thing you did for Clementine's first birthday, but with a bit more of an Australian sure. twist. So she... Yeah, but yeah. it sounds like you kind of have been surrounded by people that kind of got it from early on. It's been quite yeah. an easy. Pro- would you say it's been easy for you, or is it? Once we got it all rolling, yeah. Yes, I would say it. It was easy. I was surprised that these people said yes to working yeah, sure. on a kids album because I expected them to run a mile because yeah, they're right. like total cool hipster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, who recorded, just moved to LA with his band. So, yeah, right. like, these are not jokes. Well, doing people. kids, doing kids stuff's become quite hipster <laughs> yeah. now. I think it's become quite cool. So, like, finally, 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 in with the cool people. Yeah. So I was, you know, just super blessed that they all said yes, and um, yeah, and they got the vision that I had, and they executed it beautifully. Pretty little baby, I love you. Pretty little baby, yes I do. Pretty little baby, I love you, I love you, that I do. Funny little bunny, I love you. Drummer Craig, mm. was he kind of mildly beside himself with um, childish glee when you suggested making Skip to the Loo with just <laughs> a drum kit? Like, was he like going, oh, it's like... 20 years I've been playing this <laughs> and finally asked, someone's asked me to just play on my own. Just. Um, it's pretty amazing actually. Was that your idea or was that sort of I a think, combination? I think it was my idea. It's great. It's, it's really great. Ago. It's very Thank cool. Thank you. We um, had done like a gospel EP, yeah. I don't know, a couple of years before where we also had a song that was just him and me. Um, and maybe we'll do one on every album, Benny. I don't know. <laughs> you're going to have to now. Or yeah. you won't have to. You're going to go, see, not everyone gets this. You should be consider yourself very, very fortunate. It's a very much a reflection album. It's like an album that you have on and you sort of either you're listening to while everything's quiet or you're sort of getting ready for bed or you're watching a fire or something. 
which is great, which Hopefully is really not good. not a house fire. Not a house fire, no. <laughs> <laughs> so many children have grown up somewhat and they're sleeping yes. a bit better and you're not falling asleep while you're cooking, you know, the rice, <laughs> which has never happened to me. <laughs> um, but with that kind of music, which obviously it's set up for a particular sort of scenario and getting your children in a certain frame of mind and a family and a family unit, how did you feel taking that live? Because that would have been quite... Not difficult, but a very different. It's a very different. Yes. Yeah. So most live kids acts are pretty high energy. Mm. Um, to be really honest, I feel a bit uh, self conscious sometimes. Sure. I try and pick the songs that are more upbeat. There mm. are some that I haven't done live, mm. um, just because I feel like oh, well, the people getting bored. Like yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'll always throw in some covers to try yeah, and yeah. balance that out, I guess. But um actually listened to your interview with Casper Baby Pants mm. and how he was talking about Elizabeth Mitchell, how her shows are more low energy mm. or calm. Um, and I thought I should probably be more relaxed about that because that is what I do. Yeah. I'm still working all that out. Well, I guess also too it's about your your venue, isn't it, really? Yeah. Because, I mean, I think the other thing with kids stuff is obviously you're often put in a position where you need to be loud and robust and be yeah. all of that stuff to get the three that are wandering past with their balloons and being yeah. dragged somewhere else by their parents. Yeah. Whereas I think, um, particularly with, with the music that you do, I think it's, it does come down to the venue, you know? I think it comes down to having a, a place that you can actually present it in everything it's worth knowing that the people there have come to, to experience that, that thing. But yeah. I don't know, it's not it's hard to find that venue. <laughs> <laughs> and I just need 5,000 more people to come. Yes. Um, was it daunting first time you played live in front of children? Like, I mean, is, has it been something you'd ever did before or did you all of a sudden go, oh, my goodness? Um, I've been helping to run a play group for the last, I think we're up to eight years now. Oh, right, okay, great. Um, and I've led the singing circle at yeah, the end sure. of each session. At the start of that, I found it very mm. awkward and weird and I felt like a fool. Um, <laughs> but then one day I just went, put your big girl pants yeah. on, just get silly. Was like, at least you know what children, they'll tell you. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> Miss Who, you <laughs> look like, be like a fool. Can I go over there? And you go, thanks, dude, that's excellent. They're thanks. all unpacking the toys again. <laughs> Someday you'll be too big to hold Someday my baby I'll be pretty old So let's tarry and treasure these days My sweetest sweetheart on my travelling band Some days are hard but they will Are you writing for a second album? Um, when we say writing, I am are you recording to into are my you phone <laughs> when I sing something stupid to, to the children. <laughs> since playing live or since having gone through all of this experience, I mean, is it, is, it, is it shaping how you're doing or how you think about the next album? I mean, does live change what you think of the next album? Or are you, or are you doing the full circle and going, actually, you know what, this is what I do I think I'm going to continue yeah, doing that? I think I'm comfortable with what I do. Mm. Um, I haven't thought about the live shows in terms mm. of a next album, but thank you. That's probably something worth thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, now I've got another reason I'll not to I'll just quickly sleep. write that down, Benny. <laughs> um. <laughs> what are things like Kindling and Little Rockers 
Like, yep. what, are, what are they? What? How important are people like that to you? You're so important, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's a platform we didn't have yeah. a few years ago. Um, yeah, I feel quite lucky that we're doing this at a at mm. a time where we've got those guys broadcasting our stuff. There's a little way turning in my heart. There's a little wheel turning in my heart. In my heart, in my heart. There's a little wheel turning in my heart. Is, is there an image for Angie Who that's much bigger than what it currently is in your mind? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be doing a whole bunch of hmm. different things one day. Um, but right now I have to work the day job. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. Um, but once the kids are old enough to help with more of the cleaning and stuff, I guess I'll have more time yeah. to work on those things. Did you listen to much kids' music before you started all of this? Like what were you familiar with? Did you? How much did you know was out there? Oh, I um, worked as a nanny for a couple of years, a couple yeah. of years ago, sure. shall we say. Um, so, yeah, I guess I had my finger on the pulse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't paying super attention mm. until I became a mother and, yeah, like I said, went looking for songs to sing to Clementine. Yeah, sure. Um, well, look, that's about it from me. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you um, taking time away from your uh, sick <laughs> husband, Craig, if you're listening out there. <laughs> um, Sorry, but I, pre- I appreciate you taking the time and um, chatting with me today and giving us a little bit more Exciting to what Such a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. And if you'd like to know more about Angie, you can visit her website at www.angiewho.com.au. And for more parent time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking people questions. Yeah.